0: recording. Anytime you want to tell me. I started. Oh. <laughs> I had the curtains open today, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I like to just sometimes wake up so I can look outside. And I just had had the curtains open enough that I could look outside to see the power line across the street where the icicle apparently reached the line below it and arced and shot a huge spray of sparks all over the street. Fun. Because, you know, the weather outside. I I don't know what to make of this. We've had how much? Now, I, we have enough wood that has fallen in the backyard, and I think more's coming. Uh, you know, I was looking at it. it. What's the weather actually supposed to do? Do you know? Um,
1: well, for the rest of today, it's not supposed to get colder, and it's not supposed to get colder at all, really. Um
0: Okay.
1: Cause this like last night it the lowest was twenty nine, and it's not supposed to get colder than that. Um, it's thirty five right now. It's supposed to actually go up to thirty seven, like right before sunset, and then start going back down. But only to thirty four tonight, and then tomorrow it's supposed to be up to forty, and then it goes back down to thirty. But no chances mm. of like rain or anything. Okay. So
0: good. Cause yeah, we got enough firewood in the backyard now. That's for sure. So, yep. and it looked at, did you see how the spray of ice when it hit from it hitting the ground just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, made it look like a, a chalk outline <laughs> around a dead branch? So uh, just, I, I just, this is not supposed to be normal. This is becoming normal. This is year three that this has happened so just all kinds of scary crappy stuff so yeah good times so (laughs) (laughs) oh and the realization you know i i heard something crashing in the back over behind the bungalow in the north lot okay i'm sitting there in my head going there was a big huge branch that was overhanging the boat so i just I'm going to wait, and I'm going to go look,
1: okay. and I'm going to see if my
0: boat's still there. <laughs> but it is what it is. And welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time, by two people who just want a normal winter. Ah, <sighs> So, you know, I got some stuff I want to talk about today. And uh, I I, I realized we've kind of fallen in our patterns where I'm I'm taking on the afternoons more so in the morning, and you're taking mornings on, which, you know, I kind of like it. What do you think? Honestly, I don't really have an opinion. Okay, and that's why I'm asking. Just I'm just curious about it. But you know, I get I get my news every day, and I read my news every day, and I I do research, and I I keep looking at things, and I I don't know if you know this or not, but the president of the United States jumped in on the fair tax act okay Mm -hmm. and the only reason i know that is because you know i follow i follow i follow every president and i want to know what's going on whether or not i like the president or not i'm going to follow them and see what they're what's going on and what they're saying right Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm blown away by just the absolute blatancy of it so for those of you who don't know, the Fair Tax Act was a series that we actually covered and we covered it in four separate parts. And when we first started, you didn't really know anything about taxes and the way taxes actually worked and the way everything was done. Right. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it now,
1: I, I'm never confident in the amount of things that I know, but I am definitely now feel like I can keep up if other people are having a conversation about it and not just be sitting there going uh 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 the whole time. I could probably actually make an input. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, so
0: Biden tweeted, which we all know isn't Biden. Okay, <laughs> I, I honestly like I like Trump. We knew Trump tweeted Trump because gosh darn it, the typos and the misspell[s] and the kafefe and all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, but we knew it was Trump, but. Joe Biden tweeted this and and tweeted this yesterday, literally tweeted this yesterday at uh, 530 and said, we've come too far to let the MAGA Republicans cut Social Security, cut taxes for the billionaires or impose a 30 percent national sales tax. If any of these bills somehow pass, I will veto them.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. so I went and looked it up. This is what I found. No, Republicans aren't trying to cut social security shut up that's that's I've heard that gaslight on both sides
1: yeah I was going to say I've heard that a mm-hmm. million times
0: you know as far as cutting taxes for billionaires, we already talked about this the fair trade the fair tax Act would actually raise taxes on billionaires would raise taxes on anybody buying anything luxury, and would raise taxes on everybody buying anything you couldn't get away with it like you couldn't come in from another country you couldn't come in from overseas and buy something and then not pay taxes on it even somebody walking into this country with diplomatic immunity i looked it up i wanted to make sure look walking into the country with diplomatic immunity couldn't walk into a car dealership saying i'm buying this for abu dhabi and not pay sales tax on the items okay so it's 100 percent fair tax so he had nothing in this in this bullshit, Tweet, okay, had nothing to do with number one, MAGA Republicans, okay, had nothing to do with Republicans because this thing has been presented on both sides of the aisle repeatedly, mm-hmm. okay. It has everything to do with billionaires and Joe, you know, is in the pocket of how many that we know of so far. You know, it's it's like we we joke around, but Trump was in the pocket of billionaires. Trump was a billionaire. Trump's buddies were billionaires. He assigned billionaires to a bunch of different roles. So billionaires are a billionaires class, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so he literally just posted that to go after the national sales tax so what he's saying is that if the people want it Congress approves it the Senate approves it that he will still veto him. the The only bill there's no bill to cut social security there is no bill that g- cuts taxes for billionaires the only bill the only act going into the process of becoming a bill is the fair tax act and this geriatric Prada bag wants people to be stupid enough to, you know, go, Oh wow. Thank you, president Trump. But it's hilarious. Cause again, I go to the comments, right? My first comment, um, sitting there says Republicans aren't trying to cut, uh, cut social security. Stop your lie. Fair tax is a fair tax. We operated just fine with tariffs and not stealing from the same dollar and, same dollar over and over again as well as your voters this is not a republican or democrat issue this is a people versus corruption issue learn the difference and then the libertarian party came chined in by the way they liked my post so i was kind of happy about that um which is cool because i'm not a libertarian i'm a constitutionalist I'm, I'm i'm both but anyways and he says taxes are legal extortion anyone uh, and everyone's fair share is zero because that's exactly what it should be mm-hmm. to which i had to look and go into theirs because I, I gave it a like back and people showed what idiots they are that again remember i talked about i don't want to hear your opinion if you don't know what you're talking about
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. oh my gosh so you can run a country with no taxes really wow right oh. my, my <laughs> response was yeah we did just fine between before 1913 why you know, well, how do you expect to raise literally? How do you expect to raise money? And this is uh, David Glant, okay? He's um, like, well, how do you expect to raise money if you're not going to have taxes? The same way that we did it before 1913 and before the end of the the end of the Civil War, you do it through tariffs and a fair tax on on what people buy. It's called a consumer tax. Maybe you should look it up before you go dropping your your mouth. Well. As someone who leans libertarian, even I have questions about that zero figure. How how or what how is the military going to be funded? The military is going to be funded the exact same way. The military is going to be funded as a portion of that tax that's coming out of the fair use tax. Also, it will make us it will incentivize us as a country to go to other countries and say, "Hey, we would love to help you out as an ally, but you're going to have to pay for it because we can't come in and just keep funding your bully sessions." Mm-hmm. Okay? It's like and and like the response is people actually is like, I refuse to take tax advice, tax advice from a party that doesn't believe in the age of consent. Be gone. Pedo party. This is not the libertarian what? party. Nobody in the libertarian party. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm in. Oh, hold on. Hold on one second here. Actually, I'm going to, re- I'm going to reply to this really quick. You miss spelled Democrat. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm sick of these idiots like this. So, oops, let's see. Yeah, there we go. So I, I just, I'm I'm blown away by the logic of, of these people. It's like, okay, well, that's not right. Zero, yeah, whatever. I want, so people literally are just, they're just chiming in because they have no idea. You know, oh, I love this one, and this was my favorite one. If you don't like taxes, then why don't you leave and go to another country? Like, that's funny. Isn't that what we said about the same thing as if you don't like nationalism? Leave and go to another country? You know, just the, the amazement of what people are, are sitting out there saying. And it's just, it boggles my mind. How many uneducated... No, you know what? I, it really shouldn't boggle my mind, but it does. How many uneducated people think that they know what they're talking about? and i'm just i'm blown away by it i literally there's things about the fair tax act i've talked about that hey i'm not a fan of okay but for me no um, go for it make it, make it fair make it change what we have because what we have right now is just about all about corruption right mhm so i don't want to spend the whole episode harping on that if that's okay <laughs> i actually have a whole new topic i want to talk about okay I want to talk about today in We're Trying to Make Zombies and Kill the World Off. (laughs) And because we don't learn from horrible dystopian movies. There is a company out there that is trying to bring back extinct species. And now has a little over a billion dollars in funding to do this. Did you hear about this?
1: No, but I remember that it was a thing when I was still in high school. That people were talking about how there was... (sighs) There was somebody, some company somewhere that was trying to specifically bring back the dodo bird mm-hmm. because they wanted to continue on and start being able to bring back dinosaurs in the smaller scale, so it wasn't a right. you know, the, big deal. And
0: the name of the company is called Colossal. So it's the
1: same. This is the same thing. Yep. So, so they, the, this is them. This is them.
0: They are on. They are on their fourth, third or fourth species now. Oh
1: my okay. God. So
0: including the woolly mammoth, a species of what? tiger. Yeah a species of tiger, and the dodo bird, okay, um, and, oh, yeah, and, and and there's a marsupial I haven't really looked too heavy into, so if you want to look up what a thylacine is, um, but anyways, so, yeah, so I, I just want to point out that the way that they do this is they splice DNA into an egg, lay the egg, have the egg hatched, and you know hopefully have the species or a subspecies of the animal that they brought back that they wanted so this they're basically trying to jurassic park yeah you know the dodo bird using genetic splicing and you know it's like oh okay now the dodo bird just if you didn't know and i don't do you know how the dodo bird went extinct
1: I always stopped because it was that they were stupid. Okay. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, the Dodo bird became a metaphor because they have no fear of anything. They're just idiots, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, literally... Pirates came up onto shore, sailors came up onto shore of this little island off the coast off of coast of Madagascar, saw these birds, these birds walked up to them. the pilots went, or the pirates went and sailors went, "Ooh, I bet this tastes good, clubbed it to death and its buddies, of course, out of instinct, walked up and went, "Hey, what you doing? Hey, Frank, why are you laying on the ground? Punk, Hey, Frank and Bill, why are you laying on the and so on and so forth to the demise of the bird, okay? But here's the thing to understand: the dodo. Just picture this. The, do you know how tall an actual Velociraptor was? Mm-mm. Okay, Velociraptor was actually the size of a turkey. Okay, so oh, okay. it was it was just about no a little more than no more than two feet tall. Dodo birds are a meter tall, which is just over three feet tall. Okay, so if you mess something up in the genetics of this thing, I'm just saying you got a three foot tall problem. And they were sitting there talking about the Mammoth. And that the reason that they stopped on the Mammoth was because they couldn't figure out, um, let me take a look here, a viable business model for bringing back the Wooly Mammoth. Not, oh, hey, we can't do it. These guys have not brought back anything. Okay? The company hasn't cloned anything. The company isn't doing anything. And just this is what got my attention with these guys. They haven't done anything. And they've raised over a billion dollars.
1: So who from who like who's funding them? Oh, well,
0: yeah, we'll never know unless somebody wants to say, "Hey, I'm doing it." Right? We'll we'll never know. But but it's like they they've got their press release article, which was hilarious. Bird re- reproduction will be will make bringing the dodo back a big challenge. Right? You haven't brought back anything. They haven't brought back an amoeba. They haven't brought back a, you know anything like that. Which honestly goes back to my end of the world scenario. But end of the world scenario. Bringing back extinct animals in any way, shape or form does not end well. Mm-hmm. Genetic manipulation of animals does not end well. It's just it's absolute insanity. I mean, that is like the insanity of if we are like, hey, we've developed this bio tissue. Let's go ahead and just inject it into people. And and, and we, we think it'll help with their brain. How, how how does how smart does that sound it doesn't
1: for every sound movie smart you say? At all. Oh,
0: okay. Well, here here's the next headline. This injectable biomaterial <laughs> heals, heals tissues from the inside out. A new biomaterial that was invented by Dr. Karen. I'm not kidding, Dr. Karen. Okay, a professor of bioengineering at University of San, uh, San Diego is talking about the fact that hey, we've got a new approach to re- regenerative engineering. And literally, that they're going to inject this tissue in you, and that it's going to help your brain get better.
1: <laughs> and have they been testing it, or is this oh. just? Uh...
0: Oh no, no, no! They 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 first presented their original findings for this bio t- tissue in December of twenty uh, December twenty ninth last year. Okay, so it's all still this is new. This is new fun stuff that's going on, but. We just want to point as research also provided proof of concept in a rodent in a rodent model that the biomaterial could be beneficial to patients with traumatic brain injury and pulmonary ar- arterial hypertension, meaning for your heart and your brain. This tissue has been shown that it can help.
1: Okay. So
0: short term study in a rat. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So for that. And so they've raised money. UC San Diego is now raising more money, obviously. Right. And. They want to inject tissue into your body, and I'm just like, "Are are you, are you kidding? Are we learning nothing? Right? I don't care what people think about the vaccine. I'm am just gonna say this, but the the fact that the leading cause of one of the leading causes of death right now in high, among high school um, athletes is sudden heart attacks just baffles me." It blows my mind when, when are we going to stop? what do, we are going to make zombies. <laughs> we are going to develop something that kills off the planet. you know, yeah. and it's like it's it's great that we want to have these things, but the problem is, is that people are in rushes they're in the rush to throw these things out there, right? Mm-hmm. They're in a rush to and and anybody who wants to argue and all oh, the vaccine's safe and you're you're a uh, trumper and not no no, no, I'm not no, I'm not shut up. You obviously haven't watched anything on here or listened to any of, any of our podcasts or had a discussion with me I am not okay I am somebody who looks at something from that middle ground and goes, what both sides are nut jobs most sides are nut jobs and most sides have nut jobs on them mm-hmm. right because that's the way nut jobs work they're everywhere <laughs> so but messing with our brains messing with our minds and all of this other stuff it's like oh hey you know this is how we're going to Destroy the planet is what I'm hearing at the end of the day. And I just wonder when people are going to stop trying to end us in some movie that, you know, is going to need a bigger budget than Avatar. Right. (laughs) Like, I mean, at least it's not like we found a 30 year old giant virus and bring it back to life because that would be absolutely crazy. Right.
1: I uh, assume that, that means that that's
0: what they're trying to. You take. mean like if somebody was to say an ancient virus has come back to life after laying dormant for at least thirty thousand years, the scientist says, and was found in the deep layer of the Siberian permafrost, but after being thawed, because that's the smart thing you do when you find a virus, you thaw it out. It became infectious once again. French scientists say the ca- the ca- the uh, huh, contagion poses no danger to humans or animals, but other viruses could be unleashed as the ground becomes more and more exposed.
1: Why? (laughs) Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And what is it? No, we
0: don't know. It's it's, it's new. We're going to have to study it out. What we should do is we should have an isolated lab in the middle of nowhere where people are sitting and studying these things where nothing can go wrong. Right except that something always goes wrong. No, nothing ever goes wrong with this, so it's like it's it's perfectly fine. no No <laughs> So the insanity that we we're, we're we're getting is just i, I I'm, I'm telling you we're it's like people are are testing it, trying to you know make a movie. Because that's that's what they're doing. Like at some point, our great grandkids are going to be like, what? What are you doing? And, you know, it's like you sit and you watch all these movies where what do people do? Oh, hey, we developed this pathogen. Oh, man, it's the it's the next cure. Do you know that I am legend? The whole thing about I am legend was a vaccine was was developed. And because of the vaccine, it ended up causing vampirism in people. And, okay. and it was like, that's that's the whole premise of the movie. You learn that Will Smith was a doc, you know, the Will Smith's character was a doctor who developed a vaccine that he was hoping would cure cancer. Everybody got excited about it, but it ended up that it became a pathogen and, and ended up killing a bunch of people, turning a bunch of people into vampires, quar- trying to quarantine everything, and then Will Smith thought he was alone on the planet.
1: Okay.
0: Because one person thought he was too smart, right? And so... It's like, oh, my gosh. And it's and it's as insane as when people like, you know, do all this stuff and you sit and you think, well, at least people aren't finding a bunch of religious artifacts and digging those up with a bunch of things and bringing them around, basically saying, oh, we're good. Right. (sighs) Right. What? That would, yeah, I mean, researchers in India have discovered a mysterious giant jars that have been used in ancient religious practices, including funerals, according to the BBC, and was found across multiple sites and, um, in the northeastern state of Assam. So, you know and they dug them up and they're now just walking those around so Why? because because we need to have a night at the museum scenario in all of this crap so this stuff that was used for funerals religious you know spiritual things they're digging them up and going oh hey cool let's go oh 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 the newly dis- the newly discovered vessels are empty but may have once been covered by lids so when they were digging them up they could have accidentally been knocking them off the knocking the lids off of these things so but it's okay (laughs) so yeah um and and, you know we have bad weather right now Mm
1: -hmm. but at
0: least we're not trying to wake the dead (laughs) i i'm going back to the invader zim episode is your brother trying to wake the dead always with the dead that boy you know what what are we doing what are we actually (laughs) trying to do right now You know, we're, we're going out and it's like, we, we go into space. Okay. And we go into space, not knowing jack squat about space. Mm -hmm. Right. We sit there and it's like, we see UFOs and what do people do? They're shining lights at them. They're doing all these different, you don't know if, if that's, if those are real things, what are you going to do to take it off? Right. Right. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Have you not seen war of the worlds? Have you not seen independence day? Like. We, we're doing everything we can. And yeah, the FBI and CIA declassified a bunch of stuff talking about UFOs and that UFOs are real. Now, do I necessarily think that they're all a bunch of aliens? No, I don't think they're all a bunch of aliens. I don't think that... But I'm also not that arrogant to believe that we are the only thing in the entire known universe or unknown universe that would be alive, right?
1: See, I don't think that we're the only known thing in the universe, but I do think that we're probably the only intelligent thing in the universe in a way that we can comprehend. Like that's what bugs me so much about like alien movies and things is that we don't have we don't have the imaginations to create something that could have completely developed in a completely different environment and thing. Like that's the biggest thing that irritates me about like oh man you know life needs to have these things mm-hmm. everything that we are aware of is carbon based mm-hmm. nobody's even thought about the fact that there could be other living things somewhere out there that aren't Plasmatic and if there tra- and is dimensional beings. we literally can't comprehend right. what it would look like how it would act what it would do how it's even alive what would we consider alive versus not alive like that's it's just it, it, the things that we have on this earth, we don't even understand enough mm-hmm. to classify as alive or dead half the time because we don't even know everything that's in the fucking ocean. So how, how are we going to sit there and say, you know, it, it just it amazes me. How are we going to sit there and say that we're the only things alive in the universe? It is an insane, crazy chance that we came to be. But mm-hmm. we came to be in a, in a way that worked out. For this, it literally again once in once in a fucking you know crazy amount of time thing that happened for our existence. Mm-hmm. There are still so many different ways it could have gone. So why why does anybody sit there and think? Oh yeah, no, we're the we're the only only ones alive. We're we're the only ones, you know, in the entirety of the universe. There literally can be so much that we just don't even know because what are, like we right. we literally don't have the comprehension we think that every living being needs to breathe we think that every living being needs to have a certain body temperature because these are the things that we have here like mm-hmm. that's not we you can't do that <laughs> like we think oh things can't exist and be alive in space because there's no air what if things are alive that don't need that we can't comprehend that and we are so stuck on the way that our science works that we just Assume like, There's nothing else out there. Yeah. We constantly look for planets that look like they would have things on it, but we don't look for planets and go, well, you know what? There could be things on these planets because we're looking for planets that we'd be able to survive on. Mm-hmm. And by that matter, so thinking that there needs to be some level of water on the planet for something to be alive, uh, that's stupid. It's like we literally do not know. We have no comprehension of thi- of any way that something could be alive in a different manner and that's what it just it bugs me yeah, it, <laughs> it bugs right. me so much that people think because it's not it's not even just arrogance thinking that we're the only things alive it's arrogance thinking that we know what the definition of alive is
0: <laughs> because
1: mm-hmm. our definition of alive doesn't necessarily mean that everything else in the universe follows that same definition <laughs> so it's just yeah no i i think it's stupid that we're trying to bring things back that ha- they're they're natural causes of death and don't exist mm-hmm. for a fucking reason. Why would we why would we fuck with that? Well, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know any better.
0: At least. Hey, oh at my God. least. <laughs> it, well, at least we're not bringing samples of soil back from other planets with things on it that may or may not end up being life. Right. Okay, we're just doing that. I mean, literally, I don't, there's, I don't even need to look up an article for it. But if I want to mess with that, I can say at least Mm-mm. there's not a comet heading towards us that hasn't been seen in 50,000 years and, you know, wasn't noted and is now coming our way. So, today is February 1st.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And today, a comet that has been heading our way probably, you know um will never be seen again obviously it won't be seen again in our lifetime but it's it's not ultra close but it's a comet that is heading towards us and and it's today it'll it's going to pass within 28 million miles of us which sounds like a huge difference but i mean it sounds like a huge distance but you know the sun affects us right mm-hmm. and it's closer than that so yeah it, it I just wanted to leave it on that one because it's just hilarious that everything that we can do to destroy ourselves, we are actively trying to do. We, we really are.
1: <laughs> We're destructive to everything, including ourselves. Yeah.
0: You know. And then as far as like we talk about like life in different forms, here's the thing to think about. You have things that live on your body, right? You actually have living cells in your body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My brain, I've always thought about it as a kid. What if one of those cells in your body is an entire universe? Like, well
1: yeah, that's part of what I loved about uh Horton Hears a Who. Oh
0: I've the, never never seen it. You've never seen that? No. Never even
1: read the read the book? No. It's literally about a a Horton is, is a an elephant and he's walking literally just a really short version of it. He's walking mm-hmm. by one day when he hears something. He doesn't know what he hears until he finally, you know, he starts talking to people about it, I think it's crazy, and he finally comes to the conclusion of figuring out that it's coming from a little itty-bitty dot that's sitting on a dandelion. And in that itty-bitty dot is an entire world. Wow. And okay. all those people, and he can hear it because he's an elephant with these really big ears, and none of the other animals believe him. Mm-hmm. And so towards the end of the movie, they're all, you know, he tells them that they need to, because he ends up making contact with one of the characters and blah, blah, blah. They become, you know, pretty good friends. Yeah. And then the characters on this dot, which are the Who's, that's who the you know it's dr seuss so Mm -hmm. they're called the who's and so the characters on that they want to because the i guess main antagonist wants to destroy it because she thinks he's crazy and so she's like it's not there's nothing on this dandelion you're crazy i'm gonna eat it like (laughs) whatever and so she basically continues to threaten him over and over and over again that she's gonna get rid of it and um, it comes down to everybody's about to do it. And so he c- told them, like, they're going to destroy you. You don't even know the universe that I have, but they're going to destroy you. You guys need to be loud enough that everybody else can hear you. And so the entirety of Whoville is making noise and, you know, screaming, banging things, doing all kinds of stuff, singing. Like, you know, it's, again, Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss. So it's very anima- animated. Um, all just so that other people can hear the Who's. And so that's, that's the, whole, the whole thing. So it's just a speck. It's literally a speck. And there's an entire world of people on it. And so it's really cool because okay. it really does put things into perspective. Like, man, you never know that there really could be an awesome. entire universe in this tiny See, little thing. I never would
0: have thought Dr. Seuss was so deep. I mean, literally, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> literally the the I, I, I don't think I've I've read. What have I read that I know of in Dr. Seuss? I have read Green Eggs and Ham.
1: Really? That's, that's it. it.
0: I think that's it. I, I've i never read Cat in the Hat. I never saw Cat in the Hat until you you guys basically had me watching <laughs> that fever dream term movie with mike myers it's um, great yeah so that was you know <laughs> but um yeah no dr seuss wasn't the thing but that's yeah no i, I so i had no idea that dr <laughs> seuss was such a deep intellectual i no, oh wait what's the one the lorax so oh. i did read the lorax one which i was like
1: Doh. have you watched the movie
0: yeah, I think it was the movie that made I'd me read like it because I watched it as an adult. So Danny DeVito is the voice of the Lorax, right? Yes. Yeah, I okay. think so. Yes, yes, I have. So, but yeah, but I mean, we're trying to kill this planet.
1: hundred percent. We're trying we're, to kill this planet. We're trying to kill everybody on it. on
0: it, right? We're literally just we're trying also, to.
1: it's just we're so naive in thinking that we have no impact on anything that happens. Like you know, people look at like again with the whole. There's only it's only one thing or the other with us it's either mm-hmm. hey we're completely and totally destroying the planet and we need to stop absolutely everything and change everything that we know in our entire way of life or it's we're not doing anything we're perfectly fine we're gonna keep destroying the things because eh, i don't believe you and <laughs> so it's really irritating that i you know- we're all
0: either if, if you ever watch brickleberry we are all either ethel or woody in the last episode right because mm-hmm. that was that was literally the final episode where the Cows become the, are the aliens and Woody's like trying to rape, make the biggest footprint that he can. So anyway. So, <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it, it
1: amazes me. We're literally like, hey, at a let's, point. How about
0: sensible? Like, <laughs> sensibility doesn't work. And you know what? And I know why. Sensibility doesn't work because sensibility doesn't make money. Right? Well, yeah. If you tell people, hey, you know what? Why don't you buy a little less? Run a couple more shopping trips so that your food's not going bad. Well, nobody wants that because then you're not consuming. And if you're not consuming, you're not spending. If you're not spending, you're not paying taxes. If you're not paying taxes, we're not taking your <laughs> money. And we're not taking ends. your money. Ah, right. Yeah. Because that's really what it comes down to. But it would
1: be so much easier because I feel like that's part of the reason why schools don't have home ec and cooking mm-hmm. classes and things. And there's down to clubs, which yeah. parents take away and do other things and da, 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 da. So it becomes not mandatory. Mm-hmm. And so then nobody cares. And everybody looks at it as, oh, well. You know, I I didn't get taught that, so it it can't be that important. You know, we complain all the time. Well, I need to know how to balance a checkbook. Like, that is not going to be the biggest of your concerns if things go wrong. If we continue down the path that we're going, which we're going to because we are literally going to destroy ourselves. We are going to be the end of our own race. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how it's going to be. But it's just we don't learn those things anymore because if we know how to take care of ourselves then what's the point of having a government? That's literally what they look at it as. Mm -hmm. And that's not what it was ever supposed to be. And everybody that took, you know, a normal history class knows that. But that's not what it was supposed to be. We weren't supposed to get, you know, and create this government so that, you know, we had somebody ruling over us. It was the exact opposite of what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to be there so that when we needed support and we needed some kind of hierarching power to support us, Mm -hmm. that's what it was supposed to be. But that's not what it is anymore. It's if you if we don't need them, they don't exist and they know that. And so they are trying everything they can to prevent that. Yeah. Oh, no, we can't
0: fully abusive relationship is what we're in. Because
1: if we can, you know, take care of ourselves, if we can cook and we can, you know, learn how to grow our own food and raise and butcher our own animals and, you know, learn how to make just making things from scratch. Mostly, I mean, it's it's changed from convenience and everything to just absolutely not even caring (laughs) about what goes into our bodies because yeah it started off as convenience yeah you package food and go and buy it at a supermarket it's a lot easier it's the same thing we talked about before about all of our food being in the same area Mm -hmm. instead of going and driving and making you know 17 different trips just to get all of our groceries that we need and visiting a bunch of different people it's hey all of my stuff's in one spot which was a smart idea In the Mm -hmm. beginning, (laughs) but it's got it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And I feel like that's the biggest reason why so many people are turning back to their roots of, you know, I want to learn how to grow my own food and all this other stuff because they don't want to have they don't want to live in a world where if they, you know, if things go wrong and for some reason something happens or we get taken over or whatever, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. they'll still be able to care and take care of their own because right now. No, if if something goes wrong, if we, you know, start destroying it, if we do have some crazy mutated thing that starts taking over the planet and we have to learn how to survive in a different way, this population is going to die. Oh, yeah. There are going to be very few people that are going to be living their last little lives out in a very small way, but, at the sa- you know, knowing that you need a lot of people to keep a gene pool normal. Mm-hmm. And there's not going to be enough people at that point. And we're going to die. <laughs> so it's just, it's literally... It, it just amazes me that people don't get like we try like what what is the purpose of what we're doing like that's what i want to know what is the purpose of bringing back something that is dead for a reason what what is the purpose of that so we can learn more about it what do we right. need to learn why do we need to learn about something that is dead I want to know why we're not trying to further advance the way that we are living and making things easier for us to live and be alive and not, you know, in a way that's going to continue to kill us like processed foods and shit. Like, I just, I don't, I don't understand why Mm -hmm. we do the things that we do the way that we do them Mm -hmm. in order to just continue to kill ourselves further because that's all it ever, that's all any of it does. It's not even always about making money. Half the time, it's just it literally just doesn't make any sense why we, why we would do something and that's one of those things what, I literally, I don't get it why are we bringing back things that are you know, dead for mm-hmm. a reason why are we, you know, not freaking out about, you know Continuing to fuck with DNA of things and continuing to like, I understand, you know, we keep trying to create more and more vaccines for things, but I'm like, I, I understand that it kind of, you know, it sucks. And people will say that you're heartless if you go well, if you don't survive a virus, there's something wrong with you. And that is literally called natural selection. Yeah. It sucks. The medicines that we have, I'm sorry, they're not to make you better because if you're better, then nobody makes money. If you don't have a reason to come back, they can't make money. So you are a fool for thinking that anything that the government or any big corporation right. is doing and they're doing it for you. So it's just it no, amazing. They they me. they
0: want they want you to need them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all is there is. It is all to me. toxic and, and we're going to need government yeah anybody who says oh you don't need a government oh (laughs) mm.
1: you're crazy if you think you don't need a government yeah no you you absolutely
0: do and and our government was set up to be what it should have been right Mm -hmm. it was a government for the people of the people and by the people literally the government was from the time we were established oh the government was a bunch of well-to-do's and it was a bunch of well-to-do's but it was a bunch of well-to-do's who were like hey we just want freedom
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now we've lost that. We've lost that, yep. and, and it's like, and and so imagine where we're at. We are. We have proven that overall we can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. That we're not responsible. That we aren't the big kids in the room, because we keep voting for idiots. Yep. So I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking at right now. So, I'm just. Trying to understand this, and I'm trying to look at it, and I'm going, "Wow, it doesn't matter because people will shout out like we look here. We we studied the Fair Tax Act. You and I studied the Fair Tax Act more than 99 of the people who are responding on that tweet, hundred mm-hmm. percent, right? You learned more about it because you can answer the question that these idiots can't answer, right? Because mm-hmm. the idiots are asking how to raise money. How do we raise money, Kiki? Tell me.
1: Through tariffs.
0: But but have we ever done that?
1: Yes. Oh. <laughs> For a very long time.
0: <laughs> oh. So we could go back to the program that was actually successful that would stop the government from being able to have our, their hands in every single dollar we spend multiple times over?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Crap. Man. Just. You're going to be a sensible person. <laughs> that, that has no place in, in my you know, soy, mocha, latte <laughs> lifestyle. And that's you know. also
1: something that's so funny to me. Because mm. it's like, especially after you send it to me. I mean, I already knew that I could make almond milk and soy milk and mm-hmm. oat milk and all of those things at home. And it's really not that hard. But people just get those things and they don't even realize what it is. And that just amazes me. Mm-hmm. I knew what almond milk was before I drank it. I knew, literally. I, I had known what it was. And right. it's not milk. And people, you know, why do we call it milk? Uh, because it just makes it easier. Because it's a milk replacement. You can put it in a bunch of things. It reacts the same way. And da, 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 da. Because milk, if you don't know the makeup of milk, then you don't know why an almond milk or soy milk or an oat milk or rice milk can work in replacement of it. Because mm-hmm. you don't know. But if you actually do the research and look into those things and figure it out, like you, you learn real quick, really quickly why you can replace something with that. And you also learn why it's better for you if you make it your damn self. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to be full of things that you have no idea what they are. And preservatives aren't necessary when you make something at home. There are ways to preserve things naturally and mm-hmm. you don't need to add all of these chemicals and bioengineered food ingredients, which I'm seeing more and more packages start to say contains bioengineered food ingredients, yep. which is just scary. <laughs> but it's just it, it just I don't know. It just it amazes me. Yeah. That well, we not are no, so
0: that's, but that's see, that's what's funny is, is, you know, where that's that's the other horror movie, isn't it? We, and we've and we've actually lived this one. Right. Mm-hmm. We develop a crop. We, we develop a crop that literally, you know, oh, it's, it's GMO and it's safe for you to eat. Okay. Is it safe for me to eat with this other GMO? Well, yeah. Well, what about with this third GMO? Well, yeah. Okay. Well now I'm eating like dozens and dozens of GMOs a day. Are these all safe? yeah yeah there there none of them are going to react react with my body no and, and uh they're all good yeah you're fine Wh- what about have you guys tested the reaction between those GMOs and each other w- what have you <laughs> tested the way that this genetically modified organism that I'm eating is going to react to my body with this genetically modified organism that I'm eating along with the other two hundred and eighty? That's right. On a weekly basis, you consume 280 different separate GMOs.
1: That's disgusting.
0: hmm. On a weekly basis. So <laughs> have we... we tested the way that all of those interact with each other? No. You know, we up until your great grandparents, my grandparents generation, right? had never heard of obesity to the levels that we have it now.
1: Yeah. We've never had even lifespans. It was, of, it was something crazy wrong. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't something that was just normal. Yeah.
0: You know, the movie stand by me, Stephen King wrote it. And, and in there, there's a guy that's, you know, this kid that was in there and he's a really, really heavy set kid. He's a fat kid. I mean, that's just the way he was. He was fat and he made it a part of the story of revenge. Right. But now you wouldn't even be able to talk about that story because that would be body shaming this kid. Right. Yeah. but So we, we don't care. What what people look like? We don't care what people are putting in their bodies. What what do we actually care about anymore? We care about the environment. Then you wouldn't be a vegan.
1: Yeah, that's because <laughs> when
0: here here's the thing. Like when let let's just say if if we're we're omnivores, right? We we eat vegetables and we eat meat, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. My cows. How many animals do you think are killed raising my cows? The cows just- that I eat. Just just the I don't cow. Know. The just cow eaters, yeah. Okay. Okay. How many animals do you think are killed keeping soy insect free, bug free, pest free, mouse free, yeah. rat free, um, you know, deer free, uh small uh, squirrel free, I uh, just every rodent and animal, everything is killed to grow a field of soy. Right? Yeah. You know what's killed to grow a field of cows? Grass. Yep.
1: Maybe a fly or two.
0: (laughs) But under the surface of the dirt, you've got worms, you've got Mm -hmm. beetles, you've got bugs, you've got an entire biome, you've got mycelium, you've got everything that it takes to have a successful world, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, oh, okay. And then, what do you get? You you decide you're going to grow an entire monoculture, but you've got to kill everything. You know? I, I one of, one of my friends uh is corn farmer, right? She she was or her whole family, they they have corn that they raise out in I think Iowa. It's Iowa. I'm pretty sure it's Iowa. Okay. Um and she was telling me, you know, it was really sad that she, when her daughter was born, she went running out into the field because she wanted to go out in the field and dig up and find worms. Okay. No worms.
1: Because it was monoculture yeah. and they have nothing to feed on no and, they, and all the pesticides and herbicides and everything that they use
0: <laughs> just kills everything in the ground no pill bugs no roly polies no beetles no praying manis no butterflies no worms no nothing but that's a vegetarian food and that's a healthier choice for us on the planet right
1: <laughs> no there's no world i i just don't get that i understand that some people believe that like because like there's for certain religions they don't eat certain meats Mm -hmm. and i get that that is different but deciding because it it, and it's still i have to choose my words carefully because i don't want it to come across as something that i don't mean if you choose Mm -hmm. to be a vegetarian because you don't you disagree with eating meat period that it's just like, okay, I, I'm not really going to question you, whatever, you don't, you're just, you're not going to eat meat. But I don't understand when people decide that they're going to be vegetarian or vegan mm-hmm. or anything where they're taking a significant part of our normal diet out and tell you why you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that doesn't make any sense to me because we can get into a full blown heated argument about why each other is wrong for different reasons. The biggest difference is that somebody that's vegetarian that, you know, is vegetarian by choice and they don't really care. It's not a religious thing or whatever. Like they, they're not going to spout at everybody else about how they're wrong. Mm -hmm. It's the people that are going to yell at everybody else that are the ones that aren't really vegetarian and Mm -hmm. think that what they're doing is better for the environment and, they're wrong because that's not it. If you're being vegetarian because you think it's better for the environment, it's not. that's not true. Uh,
0: and by the way, making your tofu look, shape, and taste like bacon is more environmentally detrimental than just eating the damn tofu in the first place. <laughs> not to mention it makes you look like you're in denial. Because Ooh, yeah. when was the last time that you had, you're like, mm, I really wish I had a steak that was shaped like a salad. <laughs> never (laughs) right but boy you know you and i go to we go to the we go to the vegan department because in the vegan department they also have is where they have kombucha and we love kombucha Uh and we know kombucha is good for us it's great for our our gut biome it's great for our biome and honestly we like the way it makes us feel afterwards right yeah and And i also
1: just like the i I get i do get the almond milk um Mm -hmm. mostly just because i i only ever get it if there's a very specific thing i'm getting it for i don't get it just to have it in the house like we have regular milk in the house and anytime that we can get it from walleye farms we're going to get it get it from walleye farms Mm -hmm. so it's just yeah we that
0: was a transformer that was a full-on we're still recording too right yeah okay that blew out everything i don't know it sounded like it was over there didn't We should be lucky enough that if it is a transformer, it's still going.
1: Yeah, we'd unplug. shit. Yep, yep, yep,
0: yep. Yep. Run around the house. Um, I'll pause the recording. Yep, okay. So, yeah, let's leave all that in there. So, uh, we're gonna go ahead and end right here (laughs) because we just had a transformer. Um, that's exactly what that was. That was actually a big transformer, um, that blew up, and uh. And tried to reinitialize, and then blew up again. So you know, so we're we're without power right Which now. Is and
1: concerning, and we have to get to that mm-hmm. um, immediately because we have uh, my grow room stuff. I have to transport it all up here because yep. that's where the heat is, at least for now. Yep. I'm hearing sirens now. So
0: yeah, whatever it was, we just hope everybody's safe because that's the kind of stuff that explodes and and does damage to people and property. So yep. We're going to go take a nice little walk around. And in the meantime, thank you so much for joining us. This has been the Stupid Podcast on Everything Emergency Edition, where I'm Joey. (laughs) And I'm Kiki. We just want to remind you that which does not kill you. The day's not over yet. (laughs) Peace out with your peace out.
1: Bye.